0: welcome to the compass catholic Changemaker podcast i'm your host caitlyn kano on this podcast we talk about how to live with our money as catholics hi change makers this is Caitlin kano and last week we were trying to do our podcast via instagram live and then pull the audio it didn't quite work out. We're learning. We're figuring it out as we go. Um, We know what to do next time, but I wanted to go ahead and record this episode just to make sure that all of our podcast listeners would have access to the questions that we answered um, on our Instagram live event that didn't actually post, but that's okay. We're going to figure it out going forward. So in that Instagram live, The topic that we were focusing on was budgeting for large families. I have four children and I was joined by our business manager, Jenny Ibarra, and Jenny has six. Um, We have people involved with the ministry like Danielle Bean, who's on our board of directors. Um, I believe that she has eight. Um, We've had the Fast Singers on the podcast. Uh, They are, I want to say, 12 it's a lot of kids and what a blessing right you just don't see that anymore um these really large catholic families and um now when i walk into church with my four we get our ways glances sometimes like oh they have a lot of kids but really back in the day people would have a lot of children and now even though we live with a higher standard of living and we have more disposable income and all these different things People, especially young Catholic couples, feel like they can't afford to have a large family or be open to life because they're being told by the world that, you know, uh, that they need to have a couple hundred grand on hand per child just to be able to afford those that child's expenses. We wanted to kind of take those questions that we've been that have been emailed to us and have been submitted to us, and put them in one episode, uh, just addressing having a large family in this day and age and how to budget for having a lot of kids the first question that was submitted this is one that's actually submitted a lot so i'm kind of paraphrasing this and the question is how do you know how many kids you can afford this question is usually followed up with someone saying i read an article saying that you know from birth to 18 it's going to cost me 250 grand to raise a child and to that, I would say, I think we need to stop looking at those crazy articles that tell you that you need to, first of all, um, you know, get a new vehicle every time you have a, a new child or you need to upgrade your house. And that's not how it works in real time. Welcoming a child into your household is a progressive um, thing financially. Uh, in the beginning, they're relatively inexpensive. You're buying diapers, possibly buying formula, and you adjust your lifestyle. As they get bigger and you have more expenses, you adjust your lifestyle. So, I would say I'm not going to get fixated on adjusting for a number, but it's being an adult and knowing that we lose the right to be stupid with our money and you adjust your lifestyle as necessary. So, instead of figuring out an exact number that you need to know in terms of figuring out how many children you can afford according to the world standard, what I would say is you need to have a spending plan that looks at what is upcoming with the child and adjust your life as necessary. It's pretty easy. And there's people who have incomes of, you know, 50, $60,000 and they're making it work with five, six children. I know a man whose income is less than 30 grand and he has, I want to say five boys and his wife stays at home with the kids. So there's no magic number the thing is, I think the question really is, is what adjustments are you willing to make to provide for those children and possibly say no to things the world is telling you you need to have? Um, So the next question that we were sent, and this one is actually one that, um, you know, we can really kind of put our teeth into as Catholics and take ownership of. And this one is, my wife and I want to send our kids to Catholic school. I hear you. I got four in Catholic school right now. But we don't know how we can do this and save for college. What should we do? Oh, this is a good question. Catholic school can be very expensive. Um, Some parishes are better at helping larger families. Um, I know that there's some parishes that will have a cap as to how much they will charge a family. Um, There's some states that have scholarship programs that will offset your expenses. There's tuition assistance that's sometimes available to families of that Catholic school. So I would say look into every option you have. I would also say start early. This is a conversation that you should have with your spouse you know, before the kids even arrive as to how are we gonna educate these children. And when we bring them to be baptized and we say we're gonna be raising them within the faith, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're sending them to Catholic school or does that mean that we're sending them to public school? supporting it with faith formation uh, through the parish? Or does that mean that we're homeschooling and using a curriculum that supports that vow that we took when we bring those babies to be baptized? So think about that. Um, And something else I want to also suggest, when your child is born, you can open something called a 529. A 529 is a mechanism that you can use to save for college. But it's important to note that recently rules around 529s have changed, and that you can use a 529 to save for private school education, aka Catholic school. So instead of everyone bringing in crazy things you don't need at the child's baptism, um, you know, you already have all the necessities usually at that point, consider opening a 529 and then giving people the ability to contribute to it to offset your Catholic school education expenses. So just something to throw out there. Um, That's a possibility, and I'm gonna put some notes in the show notes that you can look at from USCCB that talks about using a 529 to pay for Catholic school. Another part of this question that I want to address is how do we do this and save for college? There, it's, an, it's a tricky thing. That's going to be a tricky thing for a lot of families to think about and balance. So what I would say to this part of this question is I want you to b- make sure, first of all, you're saving for your retirement. Um, that's really important that before you start saving for college, that you're saving for your retirement, whether that's contributing to your employer's um, 401k or or some kind of match system or contributing to a Roth IRA. I want to make sure you're saving for your retirement as well. And then if it is a choice between saving for Catholic school and saving for college, that's something you and your spouse need to bring to prayer and talk about and consider. Like I said, explore all those other options to offset your tuition expenses And if it comes down to it, um, I think this is something that is a conversation and a decision between the spouses. We don't want to set our children up for failure later on by not having anything for them and then pushing them into an expensive degree. Whatever your decision is, you share with the children that they understand how much mom and dad were able to save for college for them. And a decision that takes into account the promise that we make as parents when we bring those babies up to the baptismal font that we're going to be raising them within the faith all right good question and the next one this is the one we're going to be wrapping up with is my husband and i have been following the money map and we have almost three months income in an emergency fund great i love to hear that so good we are about to welcome our fifth child congratulations by the way And I would feel more comfortable with closer to six months in an emergency fund. My husband thinks we need to start investing. What do you think we should do? All right, good question. So an emergency fund, if you look at the money map, we recommend people have between three months income and six months income in an emergency fund. An emergency fund is not meant to be an investment It is meant for emergency. So what can life throw at you? Uh, Look at those different things. So before we give you an exact number based on the family size, I want you to consider, first of all, how much do you need in an emergency fund to feel like you can sleep at night? To know that if an emergency were to happen, you would have it covered and you'll be good. So give that some time, give that some thought, give that some prayer. I would also suggest that you need to look at how volatile your family income is. The more volatile the income, the larger the emergency fund you'll need. Your primary breadwinner is commission-based and you have some months where it's like feast and some months where it's famine. You're gonna need a larger emergency fund because you may have an extended period of famine where you need to bridge that, right? So the more volatile your income, the more of an emergency fund you will need. I also invite you to consider what kind of emergency would your family most likely face if an emergency were to happen? Um, if you are maybe a you know a military couple and you are across the world and an emergency in your situation would be possibly a death in the family where you have to get everyone back across the world for like a funeral, God forbid, right? You may need a larger emergency fund than if All of your family is within one town and it would just be handling you know, some things like funeral expenses if an emergency like that were to happen. So you need to give some thought and prayer as to what kind of emergencies would you possibly encounter and then use that to inform your decision. So it's going to be a personal decision between three and six months. This is something that you and your spouse have to decide on based on your family situation. But you are right, the more kids you have, the more members in the family that can cause an emergency, right? So the larger your family, you probably want to revisit your emergency fund and make sure that you have enough there. One final thing I wanna say before we wrap up on this question is I also want you to take a moment and look at your life insurance. Are you properly insured should something happen to you or your spouse? When we have a lot of kids, and something were to happen to God forbid us or our spouse or both of us, they're going to need a lot of life insurance to ensure that they can be properly raised from birth to 18. Um, So look at your life insurance. Are you properly insured depending on your family size? And also make sure your will is in place. Um, We often hear that people get busy and they forget that they need to have a will. And the more kids you have, you lose that right. Like I said, you lose that right to make dumb decisions. Not having a will is a dumb decision. So get your will in place, make sure it's there, make sure you're properly insured and then look at what your life situation is and decide whether you need closer to three months of an emergency fund or six months of an emergency fund. All right. So that has been our episode for today. Um, please email us at podcast at compass If you have any questions um, maybe you are a large family and you're making it work with a, uh, you know, a, income that most people would say, Oh, I couldn't do that. Share your story. We'd love to hear it. Email us at podcast at And we invite you this fall to participate in a faith and money matters Bible study. We are going to be introducing video content to this study. So go to compasscatholic.org, um, get a small group together. And if you need a zoom room, email us, we will set you up. We'll make sure you're good to go. Thanks for joining us for the ChangeMaker podcast. God bless.